Got 25 to 75 people in your company? Check out knowyourcompany.com, software that helps companies like Airbnb know their company better. It is the Chicago Verse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. All right. Keeping it going. Yeah. It's <laughs> the interrogation light. Like good. somebody's going to, Kevin Colville's going to come down here and slam a phone book and be like, where were you? <laughs> and then Tara comes up and she's March like, 4th. she's like, look, can I get you coffee? My partner's a little unhinged. Man, Dennis Lawrence, how are you doing, man? Good, it's good. Dude, thank you. I, I say this a lot, but thank you for coming up. I always oh, mean it. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Let me move this a little bit. Yeah. Oh. So, um, you, dude, you have this incredible visual style that you are activating on Instagram. And you're doing a lot of really cool work. But uh, we're going to talk about all that. And we always start with, like, how did this start for you? How did you develop your whether it's your passion for photography or any of your artistic talents, like when did that kind of activate for you? Right. The origin story. Yeah, um, absolutely. That issue one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I talk a lot. So, um, I've always been, try- always tried to be creative. Um, I drew for five years, stopped. Um, I wrote poetry, spoken words, stopped. Um, I danced actually, like I was actually serious about it at one point, stopped. I just couldn't really like continue with anything. Right. And then, um, but my dad's like a hobbyist photographer. I had like a camera on me uh, all my life. And uh, I always took like the family photo, but th- thought nothing about it, right? Um, and then I switched high schools in junior year. And I met this kid, Bakari, and he had, a, he had a camera. And I was like, that's so crazy because I thought that photography is so like adult. It's so much money in it. It's so, like, so much responsibility. You it's can't, for, it's can't, for grown-ups. Yeah, it's for grown-ups. But <laughs> Bakari was here at 17, and he was doing it. And at the time, I was like, oh, he's a photographer. Like, he was killing it at that time, right? right? So, Capital P. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So like, senior year came, and uh, I got a job for like eight weeks. Um, and I saved every paycheck and bought my first camera. And do it. before that, I was just playing my dad's old camera. And um, that same week I got that new camera, I got like my first smartphone was like a Samsung Galaxy S3, and um, I got Instagram. So I just naturally just started posting the photos that I was taking on my camera, like, on Instagram, and I found about this weird community of people that met up and took photos together. Sure. And then uh, I went to, like, my first Insta meet, and it was, like, mm-hmm. a wrap. I was like, okay, this is cool. Everybody's weird. Everybody's cool. I'm with this. And, like, I think for, like, a year and a half straight, I shot, like, every day. No wow. Wow. And that's how you have to do it. I mean, it's that, it's all these, cliche, we're talking about a lot of cliches tonight, but it's that like 10,000 hours, you do yeah. it every day, blah, 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 blah. But that's the only way anything happens. Exactly. You 100%. can't buy talent. Nope. No. No. People try <laughs> and then they go away right away. Right. The only way to actually get good at something is to do it nonstop. So, mm-hmm. so we should mention this up front so that people can go check this out while we're talking about it. Your Instagram is ddesigns underscore, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So two Ds, ddesigns underscore. Mm-hmm. And if anybody goes, like, I mean, people see, well, let's, let's bring this up as an example. I'm going to pull up my phone here, take it out of airplane. You posted, I just, I think this is wild. So a lot of times, like, guests, when they're coming up on the broadcast, they'll, mm-hmm. like, post a tweet or, you know, a tweet or an Instagram. Right. And you posted an Instagram here that was just like, hey, I'm going to be on this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Right, You know, right. let me know if you have questions. And you didn't. Originally, you posted the flyer that we used, yeah. and that got, I think, no traction because it's, 
You know, it's just it's just like a functional flyer. That, that, that wasn't the graphics fault. It's Instagram's fault, and I have a real big issue about that with the algorithm. It really fucks me over sometimes. I don't understand why it does that. Right. But I was like, no, this needs more attention. But you posted this, which if anybody can see it on the stream, it's it's just an incredibly striking image of a woman with plastic over her face. It's all orange. It's very like, it's noticeable. And you posted this three hours ago, and it has two thousand forty-four likes. Oh, sweet. All right. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, that happened. Is that just, like, your normal, like, how many likes do you get on a photo? Um, It's been weird. Uh, it's been, like, influxes, and, like, my account has gone through, like, so many, like, phases. Yeah. Um, I guess right now my average is, like, I guess two 2,000 likes or 2,300, I guess. Um, I had got featured by Instagram, like, two weeks ago, and then it was, like, a huge influx from that. But, well, uh, yeah. But yeah. that's 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 a lot though. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I get like on a good photo. If my cat's really cute, I'll get about fifty. <laughs> I'll get about fifty likes, and then oh. I'm like, yo, like I call my parents, and I'm like, you got, I made it. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Did it? Call my high school. I'm like, feature me. <laughs> yeah. um, Put me on that wall for sure. But um, like like I was saying before, when I was uh, shooting like every day, right? I was also posting like every day. Like at one point, I was posting like three to five photos every single day. Damn. Um. So it, I've been doing that for three years. You know, but and and that's not so long that somebody couldn't look at that and say like, oh, I could never do this. Like three years is an attainable amount of time. Hundred percent. So that's crazy. So you have this this great aesthetic on Instagram. I want to ask you about it because there's a lot of orange. Yeah, like orange is a big theme on your Instagram. Let's talk about that. Like, what's with the orange? Because this color, man, it's not a color that I think would work for everybody. But for your photos, it's so striking. Mm. Um. So, so I, I like to do like dual tone. I like like this clashing of two colors for right. the most part. Um, I have like this color theory like every color means an emotion. Yeah, and um, I usually have like blue set set the tone. So the natural like uh, opposite color is orange. Right, and that's all that is. It's just uh, uh, complementary to each other. And usually like the human skin is like orange or yellow. And um, I just really like to like uh, kind of like expand on that and just make it really dramatic in, in your face. Um, that's visually striking, but also very cinematic as well. It's like a huge thing. Like, in cinema, like, Blue and Orange is like a huge like, action hero like thing. Oh, sure. Like, Absolutely. 100%. So, um, yeah, it, it, just, it just really, like, it just naturally appealed to me. Like, I didn't know anything about color. I just, like, I like this. Um, Yellow is, like, my favorite color, actually. But, like, orange is, like, right there. <laughs> and it works a little bit better with blue. But, um... Yeah, it just stood out to me, and then when I actually started to learn about color theory, like, wow, this is kind of cool, like, how naturally I was just feeling this, but it actually is, like, a science behind this. Well, and I feel like it makes your work very identifiable. True. Like, your aesthetic is so... The photos don't all, like, necessarily look alike. It's not like, oh, God, it's the same photo over and over again. Right. But there is a consistency in terms of the delivery there, the, the execution, where, yeah. like, you know, people can tell it's your work. Like, do you have people who recognize your work just, like... Off the images alone? Yeah. Um, I feel like it was about like a year and a half ago, people was just like, I know when I see your photo. Right. I think that's when I, like, last year for sure is when I, like, may, like, October, actually. I feel like last October was, like, when I, like, found it. I was like, yes, here we go. I love this. It's great. Okay. I'm cool. I'm cool putting this out. And everybody was just like, yeah, I'm, you're doing it. Like, this is you. Well, right. Like, cool. If people are telling you that they can recognize your work without seeing any title or name on it. Right. That's when you know you're on the right track. Mm. So, so now that people are aware of your photography, what kind of doors has that opened or what kind of opportunities have you been able to pursue with that? 
Um, it's been interesting. Like, it's been like a really wild ride. I never thought any of this was gonna happen. Um, Instagram's been a big help. Um, but now it's like this weird thing of like being an influencer and being like a content <laughs> creator. Um, I've been get, able to get like uh, a lot of cool gigs. I just did uh, this um, campaign for Adidas, which was awesome. That's killer. Um, it was so cool to work with them. But it was like as an influencer, which it was all, all of it was cool. Like I had no like qualms about it whatsoever. But I also feel like, like, do you see the number or do you see the talent at this point? Right. Um, and I think that's something that as we're heading into like this influencer economy, yeah. I think there's a couple things that are at play there where it's like, A, yeah, some brands, and I'm not even singling out like, because I don't, I don't know the specifics of that, but like mm. in general, brands, they might only be looking at the number mm. or a lot of brands are like, oh, well, we'll let you work with us right. and we're not going to pay you. Like, have you run into that obstacle and how have you been able to navigate that? Um, just like with photography, like uh, the influencer gig, uh, um, like when I first started, yeah, like below 5K, 3K, whatever. Uh, I was doing stuff for free, but I was just doing it for experience. Like, right. I kind of I kind of understood already. But uh, nowadays, like, I'll get like a random email, like, oh, we would love to work with you. We'll give you some product. Like, right. Throw you some socks. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just, like when you really break it down, there's so much like money involved with influence. Like, if, if, yeah. like, if these pair of Adidas cost like 250 and I convinced only 10 people to buy those shoes, that's a ton of money. Right. Off the top, just from one post. Right. So that's why you need to like make sure like. I'm getting paid. Like, make sure, like, if you're doing influence or whatever, make sure you're getting paid because your influence, like, has value, a ton of value. Well, and I think it's it's hard right now for artists because for a lot of, especially, like, younger creatives who might, you know, they suddenly go, like, oh, my gosh, people are finding my videos. Oh, my gosh, people mm-hmm. are finding my Instagram. Yeah. Whatever platform it is that they they have a talent and a voice for, they're probably new to the game mm-hmm. or they might not have the experience navigating with, like, a corporate kind of negotiation. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you approach that where you, you know, I guess, how do you assert yourself? And, like, you know, for people watching and listening, mm-hmm. like, because I think that can be intimidating for people where they have to suddenly say, like, no, actually, my work's worth something. Yeah. Um, you get fed up. <laughs> you, sure. like, you just get fed up. Um, yeah. Um, I think you get, like, you, you. I think every artist has this moment where it's just, like, I'm worth it. Right. You know, you have you have this awakening. This like I'm I work too hard to get so little, and um, I feel like you have to have, re- have respect for yourself and your art. And if you know this this value in it, you should represent that in all cases and just never like back down on that ever. Um, it's hard because like if you're just a freelancer, it's hard to say no to sometimes. You well, know? sure. And sometimes um, like sometimes there are gigs where you're like, well, you know what, the level of exposure I'm going to get from this is yeah, like there's definitely true. things I have done true. where I'm like, this is an exposure level, but it's got to be like. That yeah, God high. level. Yeah, 100%. And it's something I can't buy. But then, like, for the other 95%, it's like, yeah, you know. So you've got this photography. Something else that's really present in your work is the flip side of the of the orange is, like, there's kind of, like, this supernatural blue yeah. vibe that's going through it. It's kind of dark blue. Um, it feels kind of almost like there's fog in the picture sometimes. Like, a lot of flashlights at play. Like, mm. is that kind of like your supernatural darker... Um. I'm not, so one, off top, I'm, I'm just a weird dude. Sure. Um, <laughs> um, but I love, like, I love darkness. Like, I work in darkness. Like, um, I, I really like natural light too much. Like, not, like, when I'm working. Um, so you're on your Batman tip. 100%. No like, shame in that game, like, man. I'm right, right there with you. <laughs> like, my roommate comes and turns on the light. I'm just like, stop. What you're doing. your eyes. Why? But, um... 
Yeah, I'm just really attracted attracted to like darkness because I feel like there's more story there. Like sure. I hate I hate happy likeness. Like it's it's great being happy is great, but like as an actual story, like darkness usually has just to make for a more, very interesting story. Exactly, exactly, and I love climax, and that's what like the orange and blue is doing all the time. It's like it's like always fighting against each other. It's clashing, it's clashing, so telling like this story. And I just want like like I try to tell uh, take photos in those moments of like climax. Like was a twist in the character story, like a moment, it's like action, like a feeling and emotion that that character is, is like feeling in that environment. So that's that's what I'm trying to do. Have you done any sort of like workshop discussion about this? Because I love the the story. I love the business like story you're telling here, but also the kind of emotional content story you're telling of like yeah. how you approach your work. Have you presented this in any kind of like group capacity? Um, I've done like a few interviews. Uh, okay. Because I just feel like this is such valuable information that I, I, done a, I think a lot of people could learn from. Yeah, I've done, like, a panel at Havas, I mean, twice. Right. Yeah, I did two panels at Havas, and that was really cool. Um, but no one's been really, like, asked me, like, during live, during the panel, like, specific questions. Right. We're going to make that happen right. this year. You're gonna, I think We're going to so. get you on a Dynasty panel or workshop. For sure. Oh, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Dude, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and let's talk about Havas, because you do work with Havas. Yeah. Uh, we've had Jason Peterson on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think we have... Chuck No Pattern coming on later uh, in the spring if we can love lock that love in. We're just, them, of course. we're just circling the date. Right. Um, so talk about what you're doing with Havas because Havas does really cool work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a content creator at Havas World of Chicago. Um, I've been there for a year now and I just make content. Um, I've been, I do a lot of concepting now to uh, doing photo and video content for the, the clients that we have there. Yeah, and how do you like that as a gig? I mean, um, obviously you're not going to get on the mic and sit, but like, it seems like a great fuck a boss, no. right? Um, but I only ask because it seems like it's a really creative environment. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's been great. Um, like, it's been a huge help with like me developing as a creative. A huge help. I'm yeah. I'm so thankful for it. Like, uh, I have like a, a creative call tomorrow with a client, and I wouldn't have known how to handle that before a boss. Like. I never had that happen until like I started working on a boss and like being in all these meetings and knowing how things are supposed to do, um, how to go, how to talk to clients, how to talk to other creatives, uh, how to work with a huge team um, from well, creative to account. It's crazy. I think some creatives they think like if they focus too much on learning or not even too much, but if they focus on like learning the ins and outs of the business industry side that they're selling out or that's not authentic or whatever, and it's like. You have to have that. No, you definitely, like, you sell out when you start doing stuff you don't want to do. Right. Like, that's what selling out, to me, will be. But, like, like you just, you, learning more, like, bettering yourself <laughs> is not selling. Like, no. It's like, giving yourself more weapons in your arsenal to be better prepared. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think, how about for that? Like, it's been great. Um, is that one point though? It was, like, it was hard. <laughs> I mean, my intern, I did, I started as an intern at Havas, and that was, like, the hardest thing I ever had to do. Really? Yeah. Um, it was seven of us. And also, like, everybody had just graduated, like, in their field. There were, like, positions they had in their field. And I was the only one. That, I was just, like, off the street. Like, oh, you got to take photos. Right. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and um, I had to learn so much. I had to uh, really catch up. But it was great. It was but great. you clearly hunger gamed your way oh, yeah. in there, man. Yeah, you 100%. won. <laughs> you were Katniss. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> I will give myself that. Like, um, Hard work for sure. No, absolutely. I think that it shows in your work. And, you know, so when you, like, this is what I want to kind of go out on, is mm. one or two questions. Like, take us into, like, the the process. Like, where does it start? Like, do you have an idea for a photo? Okay. And then you think, like, okay, here's the lighting I need to get. Or, like, or do you just see something and take the photo then? Or 
Like, how does that, like, teach us how to make the sausage a little bit? Okay, um, so the idea comes whatever. Like, I really have learned to look for inspiration in any any scene in life. Right. That's, like, anything. I don't, like, it's great to see, like, like Stranger, Th- Stranger Things. Like, oh, my God. That, Stranger that Things, man, me, it lines up so well with your work. Oh, that kicks me off on, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going for a minute on Stranger Things. But, like, it's great to have, like, to see a visual like that and be inspired. But also just sure. anything in, like, in life. Like, you can take little moments and just really expand off that. Um, but I'll, I'll, an idea will, ha- will come to my mind. However it, it is, I don't know what, how, where, but when I get an idea, I immediately write it down. Like, uh, either, if I don't have my notebook, I write it in my phone, but I write the idea down in my notebook, and I just, like, throw up everything. Every little idea I have, right. whoever I want in it, um, who I want to collaborate with, just, like, everything I possibly want for it, and then I select, like, the best things out of that, and then I start reaching out to people. Or if I can't figure something out in that moment, I just wait. I was like, okay, I got what, I got to a point but now I'm going to wait for, like, the perfect person. Because sometimes, I, like, I haven't found, like, the right model for this yet. Right. And I feel like I just wait until i like, okay, this is the person. I need to reach out to them and make it happen. Or, like, the right stylist, makeup artist, whatever it is. So um, it's, 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 it's a combination of, like, getting everything out right now and then, like, patience. Because, like, um, I'm a big person of, like, rushing things. And I feel like my work has actually suffered from that a lot of just, like, Editing too fast and just putting it out, or just like you just get too excited, too way too excited. <laughs> so I'm really like, especially this year, really like taking it back and just, um, making something very like just perfect it, or perfect as it, it can be. Sure. Just like get everything thought out, edit it right, whatever it is, and just just make it awesome all, all around. Uh, you know, final question. Like, I think this is so important to look at. Like, what advice would you have for any young creatives who like? Because again, what I love about the guests who come up here, it's like everyone has a very, for the most part, pretty non-traditional path. Yeah. You know, like you, you basically kind of sounds like you just came into Havas just cold. You know, Sahar just went out and met people hey. and just decided like, hey, I'm the plug for this. Like, right. so what advice would you have for anybody who's looking to like start on their creative journey, maybe mm. become an incredibly talented photographer, and like. Mm. You know, but they might be doubting themselves. Um, there's so many things I could say, but I think, like, the, the number one thing, in my opinion, is be genuine. 100%. Just please be genuine. Don't be fake. Yeah. Like, especially in Chicago, because we'll call you, call you out 100%. I like, <laughs> call that so quick. Uh, I hate it. But um, because I, one thing I would say, like, especially in, like, in this field, people will take a chance on me just because they like me. They feel like I'm real. Like, they feel like I want, I'm about this. And, was, uh, like, Jason, for sure, took a chance on me because he felt like I was about it and I wanted to do this. And I wasn't just doing it just to, like, get a step up, you know? Like, yeah. don't go to a gallery show if you don't really... Like, if you want to expose yourself to it, too, cool. But don't go there thinking, like, oh, I need to, like, meet these people and, like, use their connections. Like, be there for the art. It's, right. a, benef- it's, a, benef- it's a benefit to meet those people, but be there for, like, what it's about, you know? For the right reasons. Well, um, you know what, man? You and I met... Um, <laughs> you and I met at, like... Wrigleyville Dogs across yeah, yeah, from yeah, Metro, yeah. Yeah. like right before the Chance the Rapper Grammy, like pre-Grammy nomination party he had yeah. there, it's like friends and industry and family, whatever. And uh, and you and I just started talking within like a minute. I was like, I, I got to get this guy on the podcast. Uh-huh. Like I don't even know if I'd seen your work yet, or mm. maybe I didn't put together that that work was your work. <laughs> but just talking to you for a minute, I was like, I want to talk to this guy. Uh, you know what I mean? Thanks. But it's that authenticity. <laughs> You know? um, and that's one thing I love about Chicago. I feel like we have that a lot. And I think this is really important in, in your life, period, to do what you want. Please do what you want. Yeah. Like, if you don't do what you want, you, you, you're not living. 
It's too short. It's too, <laughs> we don't have a lot of time. We like nothing's promised, you know. Dude, Please absolutely. Please do what you want. So. Um, the work is incredible. Instagram is D Designs underscore. Yeah. And just like incredible use of color and light and darkness and blue and orange, man. I love it. It's very oh, inspiring. Thank you so much. I wish that I could be like remotely that talented at photography, uh, but it's cool. Dude, thank you so much. But thank you for all that you do. Seriously. Oh, dude. Having me on here is, is, is a pleasure. Thank I'm you glad so we much. got to do it. We're going to have you on again. We'll get you on a panel or a workshop or something. It's just the beginning, man. Thank you yeah. for taking the time. Of course. Thank you so much. Awesome. Sweet. This is clapping. This is wild. We never do this. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.